This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Alex Stokes. Alex, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me back. Yeah, the beer comedian. That's always true. You know, not everybody gets invited back. Uh, the beer <laughs> comedian. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Uh, waking Up in a Brewery is your podcast. You can find that uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Much like you can find the Frank and Friends Show on all the audio podcast apps and on YouTube, where we uh, beg, plead, and urge <laughs> you to hit the subscribe button, ring to. the bell for notifications. This bell is here really, we've, it's gotten down to that one thing. It used yeah. to be all DJs had bells for when you say something funny or racy. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> punctuate it. Um, but really that's all we use it for is just to hit the bell for notifications on YouTube so that you don't miss any of our episodes. Uh, you got to check out the Tennessee Valley Fair episode, which was great. Um, those are on uh, YouTube only, the ones that, where we go do the Seymour Smokies oh, adventures. Okay. Uh, but also uh, planning on a Cherokee Caverns episode that I think oh. will be pretty good with Catherine Frady. Yeah, I bet that will be. Yeah. And um, a lot of other fun stuff. And, of course, our regular podcast, which is this, The Frank and Friends Show. So, Alex, as a longtime friend of mine, um, I've followed your career. You've done, you've done stand-up comedy. You've done corporate comedy. You've done a podcast. And you're also, uh, at the end of the last time you were here, we started talking about your books. Yeah. How many are there? There's, there's six actually published out on Amazon. Because <laughs> you're messing with tourists. You, I only like, promote five of them. All right. Well, well see, I, I always think that it's clever because you had a, like a regular like corporate nine-to-five job when right. I first met you. For 15 years, I was a stockbroker, yeah. Yeah. And you gave that up, and you took a job. Brilliant decision, actually. Well, was it? No. no. <laughs> uh, you, but you took a job. One of the things that always amused me is I'd be walking through Gatlinburg, probably filming some of these Seymour mm-hmm. Smokies episodes. Yeah. And there you'd be yeah. at that place with the ride a horse, oh, save a up. cowboy. Up, was it? Yeah. No, say, ride a cow, save yeah. a horse, ride a cowboy. Right. Where it's a cowboy, a horse riding a cowboy, like mm-hmm. a, a, what do you call yeah. those things? A yeah. mechanical attract thing to get attention? Yeah. And you're yeah. there in the yeah. booth selling tickets. Well, I did that because um, I was riding, riding the books. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> that the was catch. The best place. It looked like he was just selling tickets, but. Yeah. I was getting <laughs> all my book information for messing with Taurus, Stupid Answers to Stupid Questions, which was my first book. And That's funny. They were just conversations. People would come up and just ask me, hey, what time do they let the bears out? And stuff like that. And and uh, my wife, Jenny, was working there with me for during this process. And she'd be like, oh, here, this is a good one. She's like, just banter back with them and make stuff up. And <laughs> What time Before you knew it, I had a whole whole book, and it took off and sold a lot of copies. And it is amazing how many tourists don't grasp the fact that the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is that's it. It's woods. It's a. It's, they think it's a theme park that we yes. just turn it on. What? Do, who turns on the fog? That's a big question. Right. When it's not smoky today, yeah, I guess it's smoky. When I want to see smoky mountains. Fog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that was to think about. But tonight. now you're doing um, a different, more other books too, right? The Waking well, Up in a Brewery, or well, there is a project with that coming. Um, oh. Messing with Tours Three. Um, it's been. I did a pre-sale three years ago. <laughs> I sold, vaguely remember this. Sold hundreds of copies. <laughs> the book was ready, and before it got sent to the publisher, uh, my laptop. I somehow deleted the entire book. No, you didn't. With no backup. And as, as we've already talked about before, I'm not a very technical person. Oh, my so gosh. I deleted the book. So I had to write the whole thing from scratch. 160 pages, conversations, just... How many words does it have to be to make a book? 
Do you know? Um, do you ever like? I, I mean, you can count. You can use the software. To, you're not technical, so maybe yeah. you don't know this. But I mean, I I started writing my memoirs of just things that have happened to me over yeah. my life, and I think I'm up to. I keep getting interrupted by things. Like I've yeah. got my Scholars Bowl TV show on PBS, mm-hmm. which is a priority. So I have to stop doing other right. projects and focus on that for a couple of months. But then, you know, in Thanksgiving time, I can go back to the book again. But I keep thinking I don't have enough words. Yeah. Well, I don't know the words. Um, the number of words, okay. The page number, like through my pub- through Amazon, yeah. to publish through them. I, when I did my children's book, I had to hit, I think, 25 just to say, hey, you got enough to... By the way, I gave that to my grandkids, by the way. Oh, yeah. That, yeah you signed that it for them. That probably my number one selling book, yeah. actually, but... But then the five years of this, the story about my career, that one is a 220-page book with a lot of words. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Messing with tours is hard for me to say because that one's just so... They're designed to be like, uh, can, I, can I say bathroom reads? It's a ba- Oh, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, the perfect it's a book, book to have in the magazine rack in the bathroom yeah. because you can pick it up and stop any point. I, I find it in business bathrooms sometimes. <laughs> I'll be in a business like, hey, there's my book. <laughs> <laughs> is that weird for businesses to put books in their bathrooms? <laughs> Not in Sevier County. <laughs> Sevier County, they put all kinds of stuff in the bathroom. Well, Tim Coleman wrote a book about his experiences, you know, being a, a wedding minister in mm. Sevier County, and it's similar. It's a nice, yeah. you know, anecdotal, relatively short read, and I'm inspired by you and by him to get mine done. Because, I mean, I'm not going to write some big hardcover, you know, Barnes and Noble worthy tome. Right. It's going to be short little anecdotes about weird things that have happened mm-hmm. to me over my career. I mean, a lot of the stories I end up telling on the podcast because they, they bubble up. Yeah. You know, the story about tigers and Mark and Brian. Okay, that's got to go in the book. Uh, the story about some other, you know, crazy thing we did at some crazy radio station. Yeah. Um, that's got to go in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got to remember, you know, what? while I can still can, my kids it's, might want to actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> they they kids, certainly don't want to hear me read it. <laughs> I don't think my kids have read any of my books, but it's okay. Well, I know my oldest son has. But. Well, but they're just high school age, right? As you well, had, I've got two in college, no, oh. two freshmen now. Oh, my gosh, because I've, I've not kept track. Because you yeah. and Jenny both had kids. Right. And then when you merged the families together, it was a real Brady Bunch situation yeah. because some of them were very close in age. Yeah. Right? Yeah, two, two of the boys are the same. Yeah, so my oldest is twenty six and then eighteen. Hers is eighteen and sixteen. So I got see. one so left eight, in high school now, and, and the eighteen year olds are the same age. Yeah, yeah. And then one of them went to UT uh, School of Music, and uh, incredibly proud of him. Good. But her son, and then my son went is uh, going to play college basketball up in Pennsylvania. So. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. So, yeah. Congratulations. So it's gonna, it's and he's got a scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. You've been working that angle, driving up and down. In fact, you're also working, I mean, this is Alex Stokes. You drive, you go in to visit colleges with your son, mm. simultaneously working your own beer comedian career. Yeah. What did you do? Well, I, what I would do is, um, on the visits, and even just a couple of weeks ago when I went and got him settled in his dorm room and everything, on the way there and on the way back, going through Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, West Virginia, and then also in Pennsylvania, I would Google breweries near me. Yeah. I'd just pop There's off, a have a beer, and talk to them and say, hey, I'm going to be coming this way a lot over the next four years. And <laughs> I'd, I'd like to, uh, love to do a show here. And and uh, they were all very receptive to it. They're like, we've never had comedy here before. Great and idea. Breweries are my favorite because it's, it's kind of in between like a uh, yeah. comedy club and a dive bar. You. 
Yeah. There's similarities to both. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes so. sense. Now, um, you may also want to check um, up toward Michigan Way. Yeah. I'm going to be doing Michigan and Ohio. <laughs> but, <laughs> because there's a lot of breweries. I mean, yeah. I went to, uh, my, my son just finished um, at University of Michigan. Yeah. He's now a, a doctor. He's now Dr. Frank Jr. Oh, wow. Uh, or Frank Jr. PhD, that's if we call him that. That's uh, Chemical engineering. Oh, my gosh. At atomistic uh, CO2 reduction using plasma chemical something or an electrocatalysis anyway it's very complicated it's i don't not really leave a literature degree no no it's a, it's one that he'll get a good job yeah <laughs> but yeah. we went up there and i know um you know I'm, i've told you that i'm a fan of ciders and they have a lot of breweries yeah. and my son you know knows a lot of those joints because ann arbor like knoxville college town right big brewery scene um and one of your sponsors is a, a cider company in gatlinburg right? yeah tennessee cider company yeah i love that place I, there was so we went there to film a seymour smokies episode but I'll put the link in the description. Yeah. It's worth watching because it, they were so kind to us yeah. and so welcoming to us. They actually, that's the first place where I got the idea to position the camera behind the bar, oh, behind okay. the bartender, and, and shoot the opposite direction that you yeah. never normally see. Right. And it's one of my, and, and the video looks better than other ones we've done. Gotcha. Because I just, it, they were so nice. I just. Yeah. They'll let you do anything. Yeah. The, the whole, everything, I just decided to flip the script and do it from their perspective. And, mm. um, so I recommend Tennessee Cider Company. In fact, I have a jar of it, a bottle of it yeah, somewhere. And they there. also have Tennessee homemade wines too. It's nice. right down the street. So yeah, yeah, good both, folks. Yeah. Well, um, while I was up in Ann Arbor, my son knows that I like cider, so mm-hmm. it's they have a seasonal cideries up there. Oh, okay. You know, because it's now the time of year where the apples are they're harvesting. So they had the um, Dexter Cider Mill. Oh. in Dexter, Michigan. It's right next to Ann Arbor. And he says, well, go there. And they had just opened for the year at the end of August. So they were open a few weeks at mm-hmm. this point now into September. And uh, as soon as we go in, I mean, I can, I can just hear ka-ching, 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 because my wife yeah. is grabbing stuff off oh, the gosh, shelves. Yeah. It doesn't take long. Right. So we bought a bag of Macintosh apples. We bought uh, some stuff for the grandkids, mm-hmm. you know, little candies for the grandkids. And while we're there, I thought, well, next door neighbor Nancy was able to look after the pool yeah. and the house and take in the mail while we were gone. Right. Um, so we should send and give her a thank you gift. Actually, this is what I bought for her. So yeah. Nancy... Um, I've either already given this to you, or this is what you're getting. You need to just answer your doorbell next time I come over. I went over to give it to her, and they weren't home. I thought, oh. Oh, I thought they were watching my house. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But it's—I thought it looked Canadian, but it's actually got the map of Michigan on there, and it's yeah, Michigan it's maple cool. syrup. So I thought, what did you think it was? I thought it was bourbon. <laughs> it does look like bourbon. When I first sat down, I was like, oh, it's going to be a bourbon. You're going to take a shot of it? I was like, it? we usually do beer on our shows, but yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm more, uh, I'm more of a syrup guy. Yeah. But it looks nice, so I think that'll be, that a, is cool. that'll be a good gift. Yeah. And then we bought, I saved, um, bought a couple of hard ciders mm-hmm. to save for uh, Catherine Frady. She and I mm-hmm. are drinking buddies when it comes to ciders. Right. In fact, we were out to dinner with our uh, respective spouses, and our two spouses don't order, order like iced tea, right? Yeah. And Freddie wants to get a cider, and she's like, well, I'm thinking about getting a cider, and she's looking at me. Yeah. And I wasn't going to get one, but yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, I'll get one. She's like, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought um, two hard ciders. In fact, I bought, really, we bought four. Mm-hmm. So my son and I could have a cider tasting mm-hmm. at his place. Well, I thought they were like normal sized. Yeah. They're huge. Oh, yeah. So he, we, we're doing, and he's like, we still have all this leftover cider. One of them, I thought was too bitter, uh, and I'll see what Freddie thinks, but the one that was bourbon barrel aged. Oh, that was right there for me. Uh, that's, well, I was going to say, you, you and my co-host Chris 
Yeah. Picking up a brew would, would get along great. Anything that's bourbon barrel aged, whether it's a beer. Stuff. Oh, he's, yeah. he jumps on it. That's not my thing, but so on the, but on, the way, bourbon. on the way home, now you're driving through Ohio and uh, Pennsylvania. Do you come down through Kentucky? Well, or? I can go that way. The, so far, I've been going Virginia, West Virginia. Oh, yeah, because, 81. Uh, he, his uh, school is right across the line from Morgantown, West Virginia. So oh, it's, all right. Yeah, I've been doing that way. Which is uh, that near Steubenville, or where is that? I think I've seen that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I think it's, that's Ohio. I'm, I'm, never mind. I'll tell you about West West Virginia though. During the daytime is the most beautiful state to drive through. During the daytime. During the nighttime, it is the scariest place in the world because <laughs> there's no traffic. It's pitch black and it's gorgeous. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. like you're on a roller coaster with yeah, no yeah. seatbelt and. You're just stuck. Yeah, well, we took that ride through we went to Berkeley Springs, mm. which is nice. They have a big apple butter festival there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good times. But I know what you're talking yeah, about. We, we definitely were driving through the day. Yeah. Um, and then as we're coming home from Michigan, you know, we got a, a little bit of a late start. I had to do my radio show from my son's apartment mm-hmm. in Michigan. Then we get on the road. We want to get gas. We want to do this. And my wife had bought a gift card for Grater's Ice Cream. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have Grater's Ice Cream in Knoxville. It's a Cincinnati thing. Oh, okay. And when I worked for Scripps and we would go to Cincinnati, I really fell in love with Grater's. So she bought this gift card uh, using to get the gas points, the quadruple right. gas points. Yeah. And we got to burn it now on this trip because once we get home, it's not going to do us any good. And the plan was to stop in Cincinnati. Well, we're passing through Cincinnati, and it's getting to be like 2, 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? We'll skip the traffic. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll skip the Cincinnati traffic. I'll look on the maps and find another graders. I think there's one somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah. I've seen the sign. Well, it turns out there's a few in Kentucky, more than a few. Uh, and the, ones, the, the furthest one south is in Lexington. Okay. Well, I tell my wife, there's one right off the interstate in Lexington. We can go to that one. But she thought... Well, you know, we have to get dinner anyway, so she reprogrammed the map while I was in the ba- uh, some bathroom at some gas station to be the graders in downtown Lexington, oh. right in the heart of Lexington in this cool community yeah. where it's all, it's very, you know, college towny, obviously. It is. Yeah. You got all the good bars and all the good, you know, the boutiques and the, it's the night, probably a very nice, maybe the nicest part of Lexington. There's a graders ice cream right mm. there. Perfect idea. Yeah. Well, we put that in there and we get, Follow the directions. The next thing you know, it's telling us, you better get off the interstate because of traffic. You better do this because of traffic. You better do this because of traffic. And finally, we're sitting there, we're realizing, what is going on? We're in bumper-to-bumper traffic on a Friday night in Lexington, Kentucky, and then you start to see the people holding up the signs as you parking $10, and then the next one, parking $15, parking $20, you're getting closer and closer. Did you know that Rupp Arena is right there in the middle of (laughs) where we're trying to go? That's crazy. I had no idea. And then there's a huge concert happening that night. It was one of the country guys. Oh, The ones you look like are... (laughs) Um, Rascal Flats. Not that one. Good, because I'm losing weight. Um, Blake Shelton? Blake Shelton, it wasn't him. No, you know who? It was that guy with a hat. Um, I got it. Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson? He, no, is that a guy? He's a guy. Yeah, but he has a mullet. Oh, well, anyway, I think that's who it was. I, I just Googled it. If so now we're, now we're like realizing Alan. we're stuck in Alan. Well, I thought you were saying who I looked like. No, oh, Alan no, no. Jackson. No, oh, he was at a concert. I, I was so, like, I don't look like Alan no, Jackson. Guy with a, guy with, it was not a guy who looked like you, is oh. what I was trying to say. Oh, one of the other guys. One. The one who looks like Gunner from WIVK. Oh, yeah. And he plays that up to the hilt. I can imagine. Um, so he had a concert in uh, Lexington that night. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to figure out how do we get out of this yeah. mess to get well, to the graders. Yeah. But it was like, ah. Uh. Anyway, I just it's was. a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, the Google so, Maps helped yeah. us. 
Um, hey, uh, while we're talking about a lot of work, you know, um, University of Kentucky, Dr. Bill Bass got one of his many degrees oh, at the University of Kentucky. Oh, really? I didn't Pennsylvania, know. Virginia, Kentucky, where he got his three, wow. his three degrees. And you know that when you read books like Deathsaker and you buy it from BoneZones.com, don't forget the S. Because I, if you forget the S, you're on your own. Deathsaker is the, uh, the origin story of the body farm. And, you know, Dr. Bass signs the books. So you can get them personally autographed. Um, and I think he got his, I always remember, forget, I think it was undergraduate at Virginia, Masters of Kentucky, Doctorate of Pennsylvania, wow. or the opposite. Yeah. So anyway, I can cool. look that up. I should know. Uh, they get the hats, the Bill Bass groupie hats. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Yeah, you can try it on if you want. It'll mess my hair up. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Probably, actually, your hair would mess the hat up. It'd probably poke a hole right through it. Probably. <laughs> um, the T-shirt is pretty good, too. The, uh, the Body Farm T-shirt. Where it says, oh, yeah. you know, the body farm. Getting just in time for Halloween, and then on the back, it's got all of his books and a yeah, re- replica of his signature. Some people ask him to sign these. Yeah. So he does, but then you got like Scotch Guard that right away, or yeah. you'll, you know, and you can't really wear it or wash people it. People ask well. me to sign shirts after shows, and I'm like, why? Well, just tell them to scotch guard the shirt afterward. Apparently, that's that's the trick. Uh, And also, uh, one thing that's been selling lately is the different uh, souvenir skulls. Oh, that is very cool. This one um, obviously is a paperweight, but uh, there was a lady at the last time we had a gig at Cherokee Caverns who bought. We have these these resin skulls that are like life size, like Mm -hmm. accurate representations. I don't know why they. You can, anyway, you can find these online, these lifelike resin human skulls. Um, and she had him signing uh, his name across all of them, and to all every member of her family was getting one of these skulls, yeah. I'm guessing, for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so we do those when we're in person. The next in-person gig at Historic Cherokee Caverns, which is kind of between Carnes and Oak Ridge near Solway, mm-hmm. um, is coming up on Monday, October 24th. I think we're calling that one Bats and Bones because yeah. we're in a cave. Oh, that's you know. cool. It's 58 degrees in the cave at all times, so keep oh, wow. so dress accordingly. You could do a comedy show down there. Yeah, I've been there. That That's the one going like, out towards Oak Ridge. Yeah. Highway. And they used, to, they used to do a haunted house in there. They still do. Oh, they still do they it. They do Halloween oh. in the cave. They do trick-or-treating in the cave. That was a lot of They fun. do movies. Like, uh, they, were doing, they used to do Goonies a lot, but now they're doing um, Hocus Pocus and uh, Lost Boys. Well, anyway, that's Cherokee Caverns, but we're going to be there a week before Halloween for um, uh, Dr. Bill Bass. you find that at uh, CherokeeCaverns.com. But if you want the merch, which we sell in person, or you can have it in advance, you can order it by emailing or calling Susan uh, with the information you find at BoneZones.com. Get yourself something nice. For the holidays or for birthdays or whatever it is, BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Because if you forgot. I love that. No, you, can, you can ring the bell. I usually I'm put not. it on the guest's side. Yes. It's got that nice that air to it, you know, the ring it's to it. exciting thing I've done all day. I think, I'm almost positive that we got this from Sweet Fanny Adams Theater oh. in Gatlinburg. Yeah. Uh, see them go. Well, that's how we got it. If they hadn't, <laughs> good for you now. I guess. If, if they hadn't stole out, their bell. No, no, they were they sold everything. Yeah. If they hadn't, <laughs> that's, how, that's how we got the well, bell. That's a famous bell, then. As it was in the uh, box office area or somewhere yeah. at uh, Sweet Fanny Adams Theater. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. That was a good place for uh, the, we used to do improv right. there once a I year. I came and watched y'all do that. Yeah. That one year during you had your festival. Yeah, and that's why um, Aaron Campbell is starting up the. Uh, uh, Secret City Improv mm-hmm. Festival, because right. he got involved in improv. He was a radio guy, right? I re- yeah, and he did the host with the most contest, yeah. as did I, um, and then started coming, getting more interested in comedy, and got interested on in the improv side of it. Yeah. 
started coming to see Einstein Simplified, right. and now he does some improv with uh, some kids from the words, the wor- people, humans, from the word players. Oh, okay. And uh, form, you know, it's an offshoot of the, not, it's not part of the word players, it's a, yeah. an offshoot of it. Um, but that's why he started the Secret City Improv Festival, yeah. is because he missed, like we all do, they missed the Gatlinburg Improv Festival so much. Yeah. That's uh, September 30th. That was a great festival. October 1st yeah. this year um, at the Historic Grove Theater in Oak Ridge. Yeah. Hmm. So you promote, uh, again, your, your main podcast that you do with uh, Chris is the one called Waking Up in a Brewer. Waking Up in a Brewer, yeah. But you do it in the afternoons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes we do them earlier. Uh, you know, it just depends on our schedule. The first 10 episodes we did were all at Orange Hat Brewery, where we met. Yeah. And so a lot of those would That's be like early. Home, home base. Right. Because you were saying that, that you'd go there to write these tourist books. or yeah, these. I go there to write anything. Just it, I, I can't get anything. If I'm at home, I'm just going to watch TV. So I, I would go I, there. I, I, I feel you. I'm, yeah. I, this, I'm at home trying to write a little bit of my little book, mm-hmm. and you realize, oh, I've got to do something outside. Yeah. There's a, a chore that needs to be done. Exactly. Because when you're a work-at-home guy... Mm-hmm. You know, you're aware of all the things that used to get done when you were not a work-at-home guy. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then we, after the 10th episode, we started saying, hey, let's let's hit every brewery in Knoxville. Mm. And so we have hit, I mean, we've got 32 breweries now in Knoxville, wow. which is insane. And there's probably more coming. Um, we've hit, I think, 28 out of the 32. I think we've got four. And the other four, the only reason we haven't hit them is scheduling they're not open when we're available but yeah so um and then chris's wife uh, and do we is it worth nice. finding your schedule to go show up to see you and chris's wife who's kayla yeah and kayla yeah and you can you come watch live or oh, is we, that would that be a distraction no we love it when you come watch live matter of fact we'll just yank you in and be on the show if you want to be but we've done <laughs> we do that many times uh we'll give away free stuff um now, I've never said no to a microphone, so be careful. Uh, no, you, no. You, you better be I careful would love to have you. Who you're inviting yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, you're always invited to come be a guest. You know? I think I told you off air that when Jody Collins said, come on and be on his Ramble Man podcast, yeah. he thought I would go a couple hours. He didn't, He had to. Uh, I, he told me I had to leave after five hours because it was time for dinner. He made me leave. <laughs> I think between you and Chris, it would be a long one of our longer episodes probably. I'm uh, verbose is what I'm trying to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that, that's cool. But that is branched off. Now we've got other projects that have come from our, our podcast has done so well, and we just we get thousands of views on Facebook Live every week. And maybe I need to start doing more of that because I'm struggling with Facebook. Every time yeah. I post a link, because we put the shows on YouTube, this right. shows on YouTube. Yeah, but hey, Facebook hates YouTube so much. Yeah, that if I post the link on Facebook, yeah. We've got over a thousand yeah. followers on the Frank and Friends show. I've right. got over, I've got more, you know, two thousand plus Facebook friends, as yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, and you look at it, and it says that this post about your latest episode mm-hmm. has been seen by ten people. Yeah. Now I know that's a lie, mm-hmm. but because I've clicked on it ten times. Mm-hmm. No, but I know that's a lie. But it's. I think they're messing with me, and I think they they deliberately throttle back. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the shows, because they want me to pay them yeah. to promote the post. It says right on there. I mean, it's blatant. Every time I post anything on Facebook, it's like, you know this post is doing better than most of your other little yeah. posts. You should pay $10 and boost it exactly. to reach hundreds of more people. Yeah. Oh, and, and I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. I'm not, I don't have 32 beer sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I need to get some beer sponsors. Yeah. I, these cider companies, like there's got to be more of those. Any more cider companies? Gosh, my, my sponsors, our sponsors range from uh, 
fencing <laughs> fence companies to plumbers to breweries to yeah solder company. Yeah, so it's, that's a good plan. Uh, it's fun, but um, all right. So, yeah, so so Facebook is is your friend or your foe? Facebook's been great to us. So we've done that with a lot of videos. So our, our following started getting bigger and bigger, and being in breweries a lot, uh, a lot of times we'll be there and they'll have trivia nights. Yeah. That's the big thing. Almost every night of the week in Knoxville, you can find a trivia night at a brewery. What, I mentioned that Freddie and her husband and my wife and I were all out mm-hmm. at uh, some bar on Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. We were across from the Central Cinema. Yeah. So whichever one that is. Okay. Um, we went there, and they were have. We walked in in the middle of trivia night. Yeah, you know, we, it's everywhere. Yeah, so we came up with a with an idea to change to have our own trivia night started in breweries, but so not that because there's a company like there's a syndicated two or three companies. Yeah, they're like national, right? And they have yeah. little franchisees locally who right. are the trivia guys. I think it's the one I'm thinking of. Right? Yeah, there's okay. a tri- yeah. There's several different companies in Knoxville. So um, our idea is completely different than regular trivia. I like it. Trivia, that it's, different. it's, you know, you bring your team in or it's just by yourself and you go for four rounds of questions. Yeah. But one thing that we noticed, um, all these breweries are doing trivia night, but they don't ever ask beer questions, first of all. So the way... It, no, because the questions are written generic for yeah. any kind of restaurant. Right. And some of them are... I, I, I write questions for the high school quiz show, Scholars yeah. Bowl. Some of the trivia questions in the bar are way too hard. How are you supposed to know that? That's not yeah, trivia. Exactly. You, can't, you have to research that, right? Yeah, right. Am I right that some of them are just really yeah. deliberately too difficult? Yeah. Okay. But um, the way ours works, so round one is all beer trivia. Nice. And Chris writes those questions, him being the Knoxville beer nerd. He knows okay. more about beer than anybody I know. The Knoxville beer nerd. Knoxville beer nerd, <laughs> that's his name. So, But then round two, I write for comedy questions. Oh. And so that's the first half of our trivia. So that's now, when you say you write a comedy question, is it a joke answer or is it a question, trivia about comedy? It's a trivia about comedy. Um, okay. This round is. So it's so like uh, famous it, comedians. Yeah, it could be about comedians, funny movies, you know. Ah. Yeah. It's a, I, might, I might stand a fighting chance in that round. I don't yeah, think, no, you do well. I don't think I'd do well in the beer round. Yeah. <laughs> but round three is where ours separates from all the other trivia nights. Okay. So round three, um, I tell a joke to, uh. to the crowd. <laughs> And as a team, you have to finish the joke, and you write it down, and there's two of them in that round. They send the paper back up to us. We read the answers. Do you have a punchline in mind when you tell the joke? No. Oh. No, it's no. just a setup. And it has been so much fun. And so this then, is improv. And then the bartenders will vote. Oh. They don't know which team it is, because mm-hmm. I read, and there's no stage fright, so people don't have to come up and read their answer. I do it for them. And one gets a bigger laugh than the other, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so that's round three. They get points for those. I like it. And then round four, um, it, it reverses. I, I give them a topic. Yeah. They have to write the entire joke from scratch. Oh. They get about seven to ten minutes, and then the bartenders vote, and then that's it. So it's a point system all the way through, but it's wow. very interactive. Uh, yeah, it's a little more challenging yeah. and, and creative. Yeah. It's not just a simple answer of, you know, can you name the moons of Neptune? Yeah. You know. Uh. <laughs> no, the, the answers we've been getting... Or just, I don't even, and it's funny too, because you can tell there'll be one team that's going to be dirty on the first, on the first one, 
and we'll read that answer, and the other teams are like, oh, we didn't know we could be dirty. And then, so the next round, they come out <laughs> even harder, and we're like, whoo. I mean, if there's kids there, we'll tell them up front and say, hey, let's keep it clean tonight. But, and so you promote this on Facebook also if I want to come to the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called This Beer Tastes Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll find it on our Waking Up in a Brewery page. That's where <laughs> This Beer Tastes Funny. This Beer Tastes Funny, and we're, we're going to be... Seven or eight different breweries doing this week. Do you have any coming up in uh, late September, early October? We will. We're just we're still working on the okay. schedule for that. Um, we got several breweries want us to do it every week. Wow, that's a lot but, of work. Uh, so yeah, yeah, because you have to write new questions every week, obviously, because mm-hmm. you yeah. can't because the people who will have been there before. I guess eventually, right. like on Scholars Bowl, you can yeah. recycle we some questions after they've been. You know, after it's been multiple months. Exactly. Because then it's okay. People are like, oh, I've heard this question before. It's kind of right. like that one they recognize. You don't want to yeah. replay the whole game. Right. That you can repeat a, a question here or there. Exactly. Well, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, but well, I'm glad cool. that you're doing okay with Facebook. I just I want to tell you that I had a little weirdness. See, we do great with Facebook, but YouTube, we've we've struggled to get it going. But yeah. we haven't really, I don't think we've focused too much on it yet. Well, YouTube has changed also. Now, right. apparently, if you don't make YouTube shorts, you're nothing. Yeah. You're a zero. Too. So I've made like four YouTube shorts so far, and they've done okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the new trend. Everybody's trying to fight TikTok. Right. Oh yeah. And I mean, I I, I found out um, a little Facebook anecdote. I found out something weird the other day. Is um, you know, I, you know, as you know, I worked in corporate radio mm-hmm. for a long time. Right now, I'm you know an independent contractor on 104.9 Lake FM, and I do the show from my house. Right. But I used to be in a job where you'd go to the the radio complex, four radio stations yeah. in the building, and. Um, you know, you'd interact. You used to, I mean, there used to be deep people. There used to be human yeah. beings on those stations. Right. And now, uh, you know, a lot of them are down to like one person local and then everybody else is syndicated from another city. Yeah. And in those other cities, that one person local then is also syndicated to other cities. It's just the way that it is nowadays. Right. So um, one of the former employees of the station posts a Facebook memory. And it's a, it's a fun one. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, here's a picture of me and Gene doing something, and we all yeah. had fun memories of this time. And the guy who posted it, Sam, has tagged all of his friends who either were in the picture or were there that day, whatever it was that we did five years ago. And so I'm tagged in the picture. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, it says, um, you know, Sam Metz was with me and Gene and Frank Murphy and 10, 15 others, whatever it was. Yeah. And my mistake was... Clicking on the part where it says, and others. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, it's always well, a problem. I said, all right, this, this was a nice day. And you see all these other coworkers, maybe you haven't talked to in a little while, you haven't yeah. interacted with a while, and it says, maybe you can message. Yeah. It says, so-and-so, here's Miranda, send a message. Yeah. I'm like, well, I see Miranda every once in a while, like, you know, she texts me on my birthday, that kind of thing. I, I, I'm sort of in touch with Miranda. Yeah. Go down the list. And then you get to Opie Joe, and it says, add friend. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, Opie like, Joe. <laughs> like, when does this happen? I, I, didn't, I've, I don't unfriend people on Facebook. I'm too chicken to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently I've fallen out of, uh, out of Opie Joe's good graces. Okay, come on. <laughs> I got cut. I got cut from the, the valuable Opie Joe friend yeah. list. But on the other hand, I don't know how long ago that was. I didn't yeah. notice that I was unfriended. Yeah. So this has obviously been a while. I mean, it's not fresh. You know, so right. I guess if I didn't notice, then maybe he's yeah. right. Yeah. He's probably That's right. That's a good point. You yeah. know, I haven't, we haven't communicated. He says, yeah, yeah, well, does that make you friends? No, unfriend. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. so, Opie Joe, you're actually correct. Um, so I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying that I noticed. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to notice. Facebook tries to hide that from you. Yeah, they do. 
What about you? I mean, you probably no one. No one would unfriend the beer community. And you're oh, everybody's no, I friend. Get, I've got five thousand friends on my list, and every day I'll lose a couple. But there's a lot of them. Half of those are comedians that I don't even know from all uh, over the country. Right, right. So they. Well, you've got a good point. I know of a couple of people who have the five thousand friends, mm-hmm. and they'll post on there. Look, I don't have any room. I, I'm sorry, I can't take your friend yeah, request. I'll delete you people. Yeah. So that's why. So that probably would happen to Opie. He probably went through and cleaned out some dead wood, meaning yeah. me, um, so that he could add, yeah. you know, newer friends. When I del- go to delete people. I just scroll through and look for ones that don't have a profile picture, and I'm like, then I look at it and go, okay, yeah, they're they're probably not even on Facebook anymore. So yeah, that's the ones I'll delete. Well, there are comedy sense. clubs that aren't even open anymore, which I'm friends with like a hundred. So. I bet. Well, see, I get uh, Facebook friend requests from people I don't know, yeah. which would make sense. Right. I mean, I'm on TV, I'm on the radio, and I'm on a yeah. podcast. So it makes sense that people might send me a Facebook friend request mm-hmm. for, even if they don't know me. But what's weird is they'll have their um, if I if I think maybe I know the name and I'm not sure or it's like you know it's a common first name and I'm checking to see if it's somebody I know and their picture their profile picture is like a cat or a dog Um, and then all of their posts are just you know um, other people's posts that they've reshared so I don't I find out nothing and there's no personal information to show no job history to show I'm like why did you send I think maybe they're just fake I think they're just bots but it doesn't make any sense if you're going to Try to make a Facebook friend with somebody, and they can't see any of your information. Have no yeah. idea who you are. Right, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I've always wondered that. I mean, I have hundreds of those, uh, hundreds yeah. of those, and then once in a while, you know, someone I actually know gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I get embarrassed. So my wife will say to me, "Andrew said that you didn't accept his Facebook friend request." I'm oh, like, I get that. Well, yeah. like, I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> and I look, and it was like sent like a year ago, right. and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. yeah, I'm sorry, Andrew, I accepted. Yeah, <laughs> that happens to me a lot. So, <laughs> well, I've appreciated uh, you taking the time. Yeah. To hang out. Anything else you want to plug? You've got, of course, the podcast. You've got the books. You've got the trivia nights. My, my, Say all the words. My class at UT. Uh, I teach stand up comedy at UT. Um, I won't have another stand-up comedy class till the spring. So, but I'll have two classes next year. Uh, make sure you check that out. Um, that's through UT Extension. It's UT non-credit courses. Anybody can take oh, my class, okay. and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah, because you'll have the final class, the final assignment, sometimes at Scruffy City Hall, right before yeah. my improv group goes on oh, stage. Yeah. John Stein Simplified. Exactly. Yeah, I love bringing my class to that. You guys have yeah. shown them around and yeah. told them about improv too, which is great. Um, we've got a with Waking Up in a Brewery. We've got a big event coming up October eighth. Uh, we're hosting the Brew Street Brew Festival in Sevierville, which is wow. one of the best beer festivals there is. It's a half home brewers yeah. and then half um, you know big breweries from Asheville, Knoxville. It's funny because it's on Bruce Street, Bruce but it sounds Street. like you said Bruce it does Street, sound, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> especially with my voice being out like now, it's hard to understand. Yeah, Bruce Street. They have Carol McMahon and the crew yeah. in Sevierville. Amanda Marr and everybody, yeah. they have um, spruced up Bruce Street. Mm. My wife and I were hanging yeah. out in, um, we're, we were spent a day in Sevier County yeah. because we had been glamping. Yeah. And then my cousins were performing at the listening room that night. Yeah. So my wife and I are just farting around yeah. looking for things to do, and we settled on Bruce Street. We yeah. go park in the gazebo parking right. lot. And we went to... Is it Trotter's Whole Hog Barbecue on that yeah. street's new? Same guy who owns the uh, the fancy um, Appalachian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I've heard yeah. that's good. I, I need to go over there and do an episode because that yeah. you know that's I know every other vlogger yeah. has already gone and done it, but I mean right. it doesn't matter. I'll, I still need to go there and do one that was yeah. good good meat. 
Yeah. Anyway, that's Bruce Street. They've yeah. they put a public art in there. Mm-hmm. They repaved it. They made it all nice. Oh, it's and they've got this festival. What's it called again? Uh, the Bruce Street Brew Fest. Nice. It's a, I've hosted it, I think, four years in a row now. So now we're, we're going to be hosting it as Waking Up in a Brewery. We help. We'll have our own table there, our merchandise. Good, good. Is, yeah. That's great. And then I'll have a lot of shows around East Tennessee. And you just add them as a Facebook friend. Yeah, of course, just, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll take you. It's like 5,000, delete somebody. Or go to my you. other page, beercomedian.com. You can just follow me there. <laughs> well, Alex, I appreciate you. Yeah, and you. I know, uh, in fact, I'm going to have a little more off-air business with you. We talked about you need to get your books on audible.com yeah, for sure. and it's not that hard really i mean you've got if you've got all the equipment it sounds like mm-hmm. to get it done because audible has just thousands and thousands of things on there tens of thousands in fact they recently tallied up and they probably have more by now mm-hmm. um there's over 300 years worth of audio entertainment that you can hear and when you use our url which is audibletrial.com slash frankenfriends show uh you're helping support the frankenfriends show hello hint hint wink wink nudge nudge uh but you also get the full premium membership for free for 30 days try it out see if you like it see if you want to keep the premium membership and the main benefit that premium members get is an mp3 credit every month you can bank those or you can spend them as you go to download and keep an audiobook forever on your devices. Yeah, awesome. um, so I, what I did is I picked, actually I picked a book about improv, but I picked the one that was the longest. It was oh, like, okay. I went, I was looking at how, how long it took them to read it. It was like seven hours, eight hours. Right. That's the one, eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, so sure. I got my full uh, bang for the buck with the free MP3 download. Yeah. Um, you can do that too. Audibletrial.com slash show, and we appreciate your support. You're also supporting the Frank and Friends show with our valuable merchandise like the... Oh, the towel folding fairies weren't here to uh, after the towel got unfurled, so I have to get them back to work. The beautiful beach towel, and you'll notice uh, my friend Avi, who um, did home shopping, mm-hmm. she took it and she's like, oh, and see how the ink goes all the way down to the bottom. It's oh, not yeah. just printed on the top. This is quality yeah. print, so keep that in mind. Or it is like hoodie season, so I probably should show the uh, the beautiful hoodie, but you can get, we have pint glasses, oh. and we got those little uh, wine um Tumblers that are like for out, you know. Oh, sweet. They keep the wine cool or hot or whatever. Pint it does. glasses, that perks me up there. The pint glasses look good. Yeah, you know, we need to get some of those. And of course, you've been using one of our coffee mugs yeah. the whole show. So uh, we've got these. Yeah, these are nice. Two sided. Yeah. First time I, uh, first batch of mugs I got, it, they were only one sided. Yeah. And it was so awkward because I had to drink it like this. <laughs> 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 Anyway, that's at uh, frankandfriendshow.com slash store. Um, Alex, I hope you'll come back again sometime. Anytime you... And uh, if you're serious about me um, crashing into your uh, fabulous podcast um, with Chris, I'll I'll do it. Let's do that. All right? Okay. Okay. Uh, It is the Frank and Friends Show. Thanks so much for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing, especially on the YouTube. And uh, hit that uh, notification bell so you don't miss any of our episodes. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers by Christmas because that means pennies for us and uh, we appreciate it. Um, it is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Alex Stokes. And we'll talk to you again next time.